Hey y'all, welcome back. It is your girl Tanisha Shanae, Miss Inspiration here with yet another episode of It's a Lifestyle with Miss Inspiration podcast. And I hope you all are having an amazing Sunday today. So, you know, I have to come and just have a good time with you all. Um, I do hope you have had an have had an amazing weekend. I hope last week was good for you. We have also had our friends here on Instagram. Instagram, if you're watching on the replay, hashtag replay, so we know that you were here as well. So as you may know that my podcast, It's a Lifestyle with Miss Inspiration, is available on Amazon or Anchor, on Spotify, iTunes, almost everywhere that podcasts are available except our heart and we're going to speak that into existence because it's going to get there but i thank you for all that have been listening that have been watching on youtube my youtube family is growing so i'm so excited about that right i've been you know really trying to get back into building that youtube channel and building that community um for those of you that were watching on the um on youtube or facebook as well you did see my inspirational lifestyle ad so if you're interested tonight tonight sunday night will be the last time that you can get access to it's the lifestyle um sorry to inspirational trailblazers lifestyle group at the lowest cost so tonight's topic i want to talk to us about it's a little bit different right so i want us to really start to think about you know this dark valley right i don't know many of you you I mean if you're honest if you're transparent you probably know that, you know, we all think life is not going to always be easy. Sometimes things are just going to happen. But I, what I'm finding is that so many times people are struggling with how to navigate that. So I want to share with you something, a revelation that came to me about a year ago. As I really sat back and I reflect on my own journey. Can I do that with y'all real quick? So... Many of you probably know, like 20, after so in January, 2016, I had a miscarriage, ectopic pregnancy. Um, I almost died. I, I lost the, um, the baby. I also lost my left fallopian tube. And it really took me through a dark place. And I mean, it got to the point where everything kind of just went downhill. My finances, like I had no ambition. I really did self-sabotage and I will actually talk about that in a little bit. I'm not in a little bit today, but I will talk about that in the future. Um, but when I really sat and I was just like, God, this is not, you know, I don't care. And be my having that mindset of I don't care, um, reflecting in my finances saying, Oh my girl, you don't care. <laughs> you don't care. So when that happens, um, what I realized is I now no longer had no anyone to like go to. Like normally if something was happening, my finances, if I just had a problem, I can pick up a phone call. I mean, make a phone call and I can call like, my godmother, my sister, my mother. I can call someone and they can come through and like save the day. So this is like back in the day. This is how I was raised. Um, I have to admit, I was quite spoiled, right? So sometimes we're not really willing to admit you know, how you were raised, you know, when I really sit back, I think about it, I was quite spoiled. Um, actually, you know, when I started to, like, you know, go to different um, organizations, and we're having certain conversations, there was, I don't know if you guys have ever done it, let me know if you, um, write, it, write it in the comments, did you ever heard, like, the privilege walk? So, let me tell you what the privilege walk is. So, they have everyone lined up, right, so men, women of all races, and we all line up, and with each statement, 
um, some people have to take one step forward. Sometimes you take a step back. So they'll be like, um, you know, you uh, you went to sleepaway camp um, when you were younger. Take a step forward. Um, you know, you've been to Disney World or Disneyland. Take a step forward. You've never been on the airplane, you know, before you were adults. Take a step forward. Some things like that. And so what they really wanted to kind of assess was like, where did you end after all of these statements were made? So traditionally, when we did that, um, because it was such a mixed population, we saw that there were some individuals who were, you know, pretty much like they ran into the wall, whereas other people were like way back. And it was just showing like, you know, some people had a more privileged life. And I was one of those people, I wasn't on the wall, but I was close to the wall, right? And that meant that I had a little bit more privileged life. Now, the one thing that I really had to really, even though, see, people have this misconception that if you're raised in a single parent household, that, you know, you're low income, like you just kind of have a struggling life. And my mother, we did struggle, but I don't think we struggled to the point that I thought we were struggling. So when I really sit back, I'm just like, Zach, like, God, were we really struggling? You know what I'm saying? Like, my sister and I, we recently had this conversation and we're both sitting here like, Zach, you know, we didn't have that. It wasn't that bad. You know, so we started to really think about that. So with that being and being and like letting you know, like that was my foundation in my life. So when you have that type of foundation where you can pick up a phone and call someone and they can rescue you and get you out of your situation, um, you are less likely going to ever like lean on God. Right. And that is a problem. And so what I had to do, and one thing that I think a lot of people have to come to terms with, is that if you were raised in that type of environment where something happens and you can immediately make a phone call and call someone and say, this is my problem, and that person can write you a check or wire you money, and we're talking about back in the days, um, that means that you're less likely going to lean on God. So when that tends to happen, God doesn't really like that. He doesn't like that at all because that means that you don't need him. And the one thing that I, I really started to understand is that I want to help as many people get to a space where they can have a relationship with God. And the type of relationship that I'm referring to is not a religious relationship, but it's a relationship where when things are going wrong in your life, that you don't turn to people first, but you turn to God first, right? I want you to catch that. That's the one solid advice I can give anyone. As you are looking to establish this relationship with God, again, like I said, not religion, not talking about you going to the bills. We're not talking about that. We're talking about just simply saying, I have a problem. I don't have enough money to pay my rent. I don't have enough money to pay my cell phone bill. I don't have enough money for gas, right? When you have a problem like that, God wants you to come to him first, not to man. God wants you to come to him first, not to your mother, not to your father, not call your boyfriend, not call your girlfriend, but he wants you to come to him first. And the reason why God wants you to come to him first so that he can give you the instructions of where to go. See, so many times, again, we have people that we can call on, but that's not how God always wants to operate. He doesn't want you to always call on the same people. 
in order for him to show that he is God, he has to be able to do things that are going to be out of the norm. And when we don't allow God to do those things, that's really letting God know, like, we don't care about your power. Like, your power is good, but you know what? I got the solution already. So when I started really getting deeper with God, this was after the miscarriage in 2016. Like I said, everything is going bad in my life. Um, I was almost about to lose my place. Like, I was about to go into foreclosure. I had old Con Edison. And for those who are not in New York, Con Edison is our light electric company. I had owed them over a thousand hours. Um, and my life still never turned off, like never once, not one day. And what I had to go through, I no longer, God was like, you can't go to your mom. You can't. It got to the point where my godmother stopped speaking to us. She stopped speaking to us. And I know that it probably was already in the works because that's probably God's plan. But it was to the point where it was like, you're not going to have this person to even call. They're not going to be accessible. I have you. I have to learn how to go to God and say, all right, Lord, how do I solve it? How do I do this? And when I say I was in a dark valley, like my valley was dark and it was challenging. And when you don't have those same people that you are so accustomed to contacting and leaning on and saying help, or before you even say help, they just like, solve the problem for you you don't no longer have that and you have to sit in that quiet space and the only person that can help you is God that's a very humbling experience but it's also going to build your relationship with him this will help you to build your faith and when I say that so many times people are like you know Tanisha I have faith but you either have faith or you don't there is no but. Do you believe God is going to keep you? Do you believe God is going to sustain you? Do you believe God is going to heal you? Do you believe God is going to do? Fill in the blank. Because it can't be one or the other. And so when I had to really go through that valley and I had to navigate that, right, it brought me to um to the scripture, um, Psalms 23, verse 4. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid for you are close beside me. God is close beside me. And when I say 2016, 2017 was the year that I was in the dark, but God was beside me. I mean, it got to the point when God was like, go left. I wouldn't even question it. I was like, okay, go right. Not a problem. Say this. Oh, right. It ha I got to that point because he was ordering my steps because I was now going to him. I was releasing my problems to him. I was no longer dependent on man. I was no longer dependent on my family to solve my problems. I went to the ultimate problem solver. God can solve any problem. God can give you solutions for every problem, but you have to go to him. And when we start getting to that mindset of just understanding, he wants to be an active participant in your life. God wants to be a part of every single thing that you do. Not some of the things, not just what you do on Sunday, not just when you're in a bad slump, because that's the other problem. The other problem is that we are so successful in our own willpower. I'm going to tell, I'm going to digest, let that, let that digest in a minute. We are successful in our willpower, right? And everyone has a different level of success. You got a job on your own, right? 
It might not be the job that you wanted or the job that God wants for you, but you was able to go out there and get the job. Some of you, you decided you want to go get a degree. It might, it might not be the degree that God wants for you to have, but you were successful. You were able to go and get through it, and you were able to pass some classes and get your degree and get that degree, right? So there are things that we are successful at in our own willpower. But God can't do anything because you're doing it already. So this is the reason why a lot of us have to go into that valley. We have to go in that valley because God is like, so what am I here for? What am I here for? All right, cool. So since you got it all, let me show you. I had to get into that valley. I had to walk days that I didn't know. Checking account, $2. You know, not even having enough money to get on the, the train because the train was two seventy five. I was walking, like literally, I was walking a lot because I could not afford to get on the bus. I could not afford to get on the train. I couldn't drive my car. I had a fully paid for truck that had to be parked for two years because I couldn't afford car insurance. But guess what? I had to learn. God was like, not a problem. I'm going to restore you. I'm going to restore that truck. And he did. He absolutely did. But I had to go through, to, you know, knowing that I'm going to protect you, even though you don't have a vehicle. I'm going to make sure you get to every destination that I need you to get to. You're never going to have any luck. When I say, like, when you read about, you know, if they was like, they had manna. Like, that's how I was feeling sometimes. Because I was like, I didn't know when I was going to eat. I didn't know how I was going to get groceries. When I say to you, when you're in that valley and all you have is God, God is going to show up and show out. That's what he wants. That's what God wants. He wants to have the space so that he can show up and he can show out. Because if you're operating in your willpower, there's no space for him. So he has to now knock you down so that you can now humble yourself and now you can lean on him. So when you start to lean on God, you start to understand like, wait, there's, there's, a, there's a lot that I don't know. And that's okay. Because now you're navigating in a whole different realm you're navigating on a whole different level. You're now walking in faith. You know, in Hebrews 11, you know, we have to walk by faith. And I understand faith because you don't see it. When you don't understand, God is not going to give you the full picture. He might give you the end result, but he's not going to tell you what that first step is going to look like until you take the first step. He's not going to tell you step two, step three, four, five, until you take the first step. And that's our problem. And I, that was my problem. Right. So I'm always like in control of everything. And when I had to let go and release the control and realize I had really no control over my life, everything that I thought I was doing, God was like, that was nice. That's cute. And it is cute. We have, again, a lot of you have accomplished amazing, extraordinary things in your own willpower. But when we start to operate in God's power, we start to understand like, yo, there's a lot more that I can achieve. There's a lot more that I can do because now I'm not operating in just in Tanisha. I'm operating in God's supernatural power. And so when I started to understand that, when I started to just believe, again, I wanted to be one of those people that went on Facebook Live and told everybody my problems. I wanted to be that person. And God refused. He was like, that is not going to be your portion. 
because that's going to be the easy route. I'm going to tell you what to do. And if you follow those instructions, I'm going to end up blowing your mind. I mean, he didn't have, he didn't say it exactly that way, but that's what ended up happening. So from even the way that I kept my place, I was sent to a place and that's how I was blessed. When I say to you that, yeah, like I said, car medicine, y'all know car medicine, be, they be turning your lights off after like $50. <laughs> so here was again, almost a thousand dollars. And my lights never got turned off. And I know people that lights are turned off and they only owe $300. That broke my heart. I didn't understand why God was doing that. I didn't understand what, I was like, that God, that's not fair. Like you, kept, like you kept my lights on, but why, why didn't you keep their lights on? But I had to understand they have a different journey. They have a different process. There's certain things that I'm never going to experience that they're going to experience and vice versa. So when I started to see that, and I started to realize there are certain things that I have to go through. Some of us have to go through a lot of challenges, unfortunately. Everyone has a journey. And there's some people that are in, they're intentionally trying to avoid going through that, going through that valley. See, I felt like about by 2017, that's when I kind of fully surrendered. 27 like 2016 I was really resistant I still was resistant guys I didn't I, I didn't I didn't like the uncomfortable I don't like not having control over my life I don't like not having money right but when I went through all of that I can now tell you that here it is in 2021 I don't have that fear of of losing money I don't have that fear of not having money I don't have that fear because I understand that I have power I understand that I have gifts. I understand that God is going to see me through as long as I am obedient. So if you're not obedient, then that's when you're going to start having fear because you're operating in your own willpower. But when I got onto God's power, I started to realize, oh, so this really isn't about Tunisia. Like, this is about me just having instructions, following it, and doing what I need to do and just stay on that path. So I, I just want us. To just ask yourself, like, you know what, God, like, where, like, you know, and I don't, I don't want you to get angry. Because sometimes, you know, when we're going through things, we feel like God is just punishing us. Oh, I'm punished, I'm being punished, I'm being punished. Don't insert any narratives. You're not being punished. It's not because you did so-and-so. It's not because of that, right? You have to go through this experience, whatever it is that you have to go through. And like I said, for me, I had to go through my valley because God had to get me to a space where I can have faith in him. So many people don't have faith in God. They don't believe that he's going to see them through. So this is when they start to go into their own bag, their bag of tricks, their bag of solutions, their whole bag. And they're like, oh, I got to fix this. And God is like, yo, chill. I have you. I'm with you. I never left you. Let me, I'm, I'm taking you through this valley. Yes, it's dark. Yes, you cannot see. You can't see your feet. You can't see the ground. You don't know what you're standing on, but you have to have so much faith that God is going to take you through this darkness. There is light. It's coming. Hold on. You got to have that. You got to have that that supernatural crazy faith where you're just like, I already know it's, it's done. Like you got to just have that mindset. It's done. God's going to handle it. And then you would start to see. 
he starts, the right person will call you. And you're like, wait, I was praying for, and you just, huh? What? I didn't know, you know, or sometimes I always say to people, sometimes you're not getting what you want because God might be trying to protect you. Right. So a lot of times you think about timelines. Right. So the timeline we again, again, we in our will, our own willpower. We also have our own instructions and <laughs> we have our own when this should. Well, I should I shouldn't I shouldn't be in um, I shouldn't be in this in this um situation because, you know, what did it, and God is like, it's not happening in this time because I might be trying to protect you from something. Right. I'm trying to keep you away from the danger. So yes, it seems like it's a, it's a delay. Absolutely, it's a delay because I'm telling you to stay put and I will give you instructions when to go. And so until you just get those instructions, then go out there and focus on everything else that God is giving you instructions to do. That can be to feed the homeless. That could be to spend more time with your family. That could be to focus on your health. That could be to restore your relationship with him. Everyone is going to have a different reason. And that is the only thing that I feel like you just have to focus on. It's not going to be easy. But that, that, that valley season, baby, that valley season is amazing. Because when you come out of that valley season, you come out a new person. You come out stronger than ever. Because you have seen it all. There are people that if you tell them you only I only have a hundred dollars, there's some people that will freak out. Oh my god, I'm broke, I'm broke, I'm broke. And they'll just start going crazy. I used to be that person. If I only had a hundred dollars in my account, I felt broke. It just they tore me up until I got until I woke up one morning. And I had a negative account. And I'm not talking about like a negative $5. I'm talking about negative hundreds of dollars because my mortgage company tried to take an additional payment. I had absolutely no money. But I still had some place to go. And all, and do not tell you, and this is why I say God has to, he has to show up and show out in a whole new way. When you wake up to that situation, God has to sometimes create the situation in order for you for him, sorry, for him to get the glory. So you wake up, true story, mortgage company and took a second payment in like five days. I'm like, what are y'all doing? This was not authorized. They made a huge mistake. I have to go to an interview, right? I have literally 75 cents in my pocket. And I remember having $2 on my Metro card. How much is it for a uh, one way in New York City? $2 and 75 cents. So I legit had only $2.75. I'm like, God, I'm not going. Like, I'm not going. So if I didn't go, that would have been me and my own willpower. The fact that I left this house and I went to that interview with only $2.75, not knowing how I'm going to get back home, not sure if I'm going to have to walk from Manhattan or if I'm going to be able to get on a bus or a train to get back to Brooklyn. And I left this house and I went and when I say to you, God sent a blessing, a blessing came of $200. All I was looking for was $2.75, maybe $20. 
Maybe. Like I'm not I'm not I'm not begging. Maybe twenty dollars. So I did that and I was operating not in Tanisha's willpower, but in God's willpower. And a lot of people don't understand that. Because again, some people are only accustomed to picking up the phone and calling someone. I didn't have to pick up the phone and call anyone. Why? Because God sent the person that he wanted to bless me. He sent them to call me. When we're operating in our own willpower, you're going to make the phone calls. Not God. But when you're operating in God's willpower, in God's power, I'm telling you, you're not going to have to make those phone calls. Those phone calls are just going to come naturally. It's going to come naturally. It's just going to show up. And I want to share this scripture, 1 Corinthians 4, verse 20. For the kingdom of God is not just a lot of talk. It is a living by God's power. I'm not just talking, guys. I'm not just talking. This is not just a bunch of fluff. I'm not just telling you a story that someone told me. I'm not saying these things because they sound good. I'm saying these things because I've walked and I've lived that. In order for us to truly understand, like, we have to believe that God is going to just do some extraordinary and amazing things in our lives. We have to believe that. And we have to believe that when we are dealing with the kingdom, this is why I love when I saw the scripture, 1 Corinthians 4, verse 20, for the kingdom of God is not just a lot of talk. It's not just a lot of talk. And that's the problem. People feel like when others are telling their testimonies that they're just talking. Oh, you're just talking. You're just telling me a story. That didn't really happen. But it did. And it does happen. And those things happen because people are operating in God's power. There's a lot of people. Listen to everyone who has an amazing redemption story. Everyone had to go through a valley. None of us is just going to have peaches and cream. It's not going to just be simple and easy. Some people might have been born into poverty. Some people had to go through, you know, midlife crisis. Some they didn't have. They might have had a great life as a child, teenage. But then when they got an adult, became an adult, things became challenging. Everyone has a different story. So when we say to you, thank you, when we say to like, when we say to people like, yo, God is really like he's out here doing these things. And this is why I refuse to stop speaking. I refuse to not tell my story. I refuse to not share because at the end of the day, someone out there is losing faith. They're losing faith. And I don't want us to lose faith. I want you to believe. I want you to understand that you're going through this challenge. You're going through this dark season for a reason. You are going to come out on top. God is going to come through. He's going to show up and show out in your life. But you got to hold on to that faith. You got to understand that God is not, he's not far away from you. He's right there. He's right there beside you. You probably could feel him right now because he's there and he cares and he wants you to be 
He wants you to be extraordinary. He wants you to come out on top, but he wants you to come out on top with him by your side. When you can sit here and say, God, I don't, I didn't do any of this. You set this all up. You showed up. You showed out. I, I look, I just came. You know what I'm saying? I just, I'm just a vessel. I don't tell you this because someone told me this. I'm telling you this because I've experienced it. I've experienced what God can do. He does great things. So if you're going through that dark valley, I pray, I pray that you would continue to just lean on him. Cry out to him. Let him know you need him. Stop going to your family. Stop going to your friends. Stop trying to do his own. Go to him. That's what he wants. Because when you go to him, he'll tell you who to call. When you go to him, he will give you the instructions. Some of y'all are out here applying for just any and every job. Go to God first. God, what should I do? I just made a big decision, right? Huge financial investment. I didn't make that because someone told me. I had to sit and be like, Lord, Lord, you know. You know I don't do these things, right? You know. So uh, I need you to instruct me on what to do. Is this where I should? And I remember not ever doing that. And I'm just spending money. And I'm like my first wife coach. I mean, no shade, but she was not who God needed me to be with. She had me going way left. God was like, what? God had to, he had to send a whole dream. Okay. He said the whole dream about her. He was like, little girl, pay attention. I ain't seen you to go. I didn't tell you to go work with her. There's someone out there I need you to work with, but it's not her. So when you're working, you're looking for a coach. You're looking for a job. You're looking for a school. You're looking where to move. Right? You got to go to God first because only he, he can tell you. This is the reason why they say, when God gives you the vision, you can't go ask everyone. You can't go say, hey, so God gave me this vision, so what should I do? He's going to get like, I gave you the vision, you going to go ask so-and-so? I'm going to need you to come talk to me. Like, talk to me. Like, holler at me. Like, I need y'all to stop thinking about God as like this religious big old figure. God is not like that. God wants to have a real conversation with you. So if you need to go to God and be like, God, what's up? Because I don't know what to do. Like, I'm in a season. I know I'm ready to move. I don't know where I want to move to. So I don't know. I'm like, God, you got to tell me. And I start hearing things. Okay, cool. I'm like, so what? And again, sometimes you got to get clarity. So God, can you clarify what does this mean? And God is not. He's not He's not going to be angry with y'all. He, he, he likes when you ask questions. He wants you to ask him a question. So I'm going to need you to go ask him a question and say, Lord, so where do I go? So can you clarify this? Is it supposed to be for this? It's supposed to be for that. This is why y'all should be asking God about relationships, friendships, everything. Because when you do that, this is how you're going to start to avoid. Right? So now I'm going to hold up the thought for a whole nother day. But thank you guys for joining me. Again, I'm so thankful for all of my followers and my, my listeners on It's a Lifestyle with Miss Inspiration. If you are not following me on Instagram or on Facebook, you can definitely find me at Tanisha Shanae. And for those of you that are not, if you're listening on Instagram or Facebook and you're not following my, on my YouTube channel, head over to my YouTube page, subscribe and like. And just make sure you put the notifications on so that you'll be able to stay tuned. But I thank you guys. Thank you for Instagram. Thank you, Coach Tommy, for being here today. I totally, totally appreciate it. And thank you, right? So have a good one. Be great. Be well. Stay safe, everyone. Thank you.